broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I'm here today with my sister in Christ, Tiffany. And I had the opportunity a while back to interview her husband, Tom. And when he talked about Tiffany, his face lit up like a candle. It was such a beautiful sight. And I and he started sharing with me about this amazing woman of God. And I was like, I want to talk to this young lady. I not only want to talk to her, but I want to have her on the show. And I have her here today. She is a worship artist. She is a speaker. She is a mentor. She is a, a training for a, what, a marathon, not a mar regular marathon, like a triathlon. Is that right? An ultra marathon. An ultra marathon. Well, she'll <laughs> define that for us because I have no clue, obviously. <laughs> Tiffany, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. I am. I feel so blessed to be here. I do. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here today because I'm encouraged by the message that the Lord has deposited on your heart. Uh, I am all about Godfidence, being knowing that God is who gives us our confidence. But yeah. your confidence was built over a period of time. So for those of you that do not know, she is an author and she has a great book out there that you need to get your hands on. But before we go into talking about the book and the marathons and all that, I want her to just share a little bit of a background story of where God brought you from because you and Tom have been married for a little over five years and you guys just light up like you know fireworks when you talk about each other and so I want to know the like the the before how all of that I want to know a little bit of the love story <laughs> oh absolutely so um as far as like, you know, where I came from, uh, long story short, I grew up in a town close to Detroit, Michigan, um, and gave my life to Christ when I was 14. Um, I actually was uh, married prior and had a daughter. Um, and my first husband actually passed away from a sudden heart attack. And so I was, you know, a single mom trying to just navigate through um, everything that I was going through. Um, fast forward some years, I met Tom on Facebook, of all things, if you can believe that. I have a really close friend who has a ministry, um, and she knew I was a writer. So she asked me if I would come on for a guest blog, and the blog was about God's restoration. And uh, everything that I had just gone through in my life, um, I, I just had a perfect message to give. So I gave it, she posted it. And the next thing I know, this little thumbnail, this little guy, his guy gets on there and he's, he's just talking about, you know, praise the Lord. This is great. Amen. Um, and we kind of exchanged a couple of messages. And then I like to say that he then stalked me from there. <laughs> <laughs> the pursuit was on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness, because, you know, little old introverted me, you know, I'm looking up on social media and I'm like, he's a preacher, a motivational speaker, and he's a magician. I'm like, oh, OK, I've never dated a magician before. I don't know anybody who's a magician. So um, it was really awesome just kind of because you want to marry your best friend, right? You just you want to have that connection prior to and Tom and I was were able to through messages and just speaking on the phone we built a, a beautiful friendship and um and that was all before we even met in person face to face so god just gave us that time because we did live uh two hours apart um in michigan and so we had that time to just kind of get to know each other um and god just kind of took things from there so love it i love it and i love the fact you know 
we all know the dangers of social media and we know what it's doing with the culture and the young kids and so forth. But there are some pros to it. And this would be one. I actually found my junior high sweetheart in 2012 on social media, on Facebook. Oh. We got married in 2014. So there's some good things that can come from it. OK, so. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm so glad that the Lord brought you together and that you were both raising your beautiful daughter in the beautiful panhandle of Florida where the sun shines and life is fun and all of that. So you wrote this book called Confidence. And so this is an area where women struggle. And, you know, some women would look at you right now, Tiffany, and go, what? What? Of course, she's got confidence. I mean, look at her. She's beautiful. She's married to, you know, this guy and life is happy. But, you know, we as women, we're real. We're transparent. What led you to write this book? You know, and that's the thing, Maggie, like we people would look at me and think that or look at you or another woman. And it's just and I'm just going to be raw and real. It is something that I have struggled with for years. Um, in high school, you know, I was that one who was bullied, um, you know, for for a lot of different things. And so, you know, from a young age, I feel like my confidence was damaged. And I feel like, you know, I was constantly seeking, trying to make it better on my own. Yeah. Um, so when Tom and I got together, it was a beautiful thing because it was like God was bringing things to the surface that I didn't even realize were going on underneath that were causing these insecurities. And so just as much as I went on the journey, he's going on it with me. Um, But it all came down to this one evening. Um, Everybody was gone. My daughter was out with Tom and I was having a really, really bad day. I was just in the bathroom. I was crying. Um, feeling very insecure about a couple of different issues. Um, And I remember getting down on my knees and just telling God, you know, I've been praying about these insecurities for so long. Like, why are are you not helping me? Like, why, why won't they go away? And all of a sudden I heard him whisper to me, I want you to write a book, you know? And I'm like, Okay, Daddy. Um, you did, there's no hugs or comfort there. You just want to. You just tell me to write a book. Okay. <laughs> but then he, through writing the book, helped me realize that he had already freed me from so many things that I was still struggling with, and he helped me realize that sometimes we as women were so used to being locked in those insecurities. After God has freed us from them, we we sometimes don't know how to get out of that. And so this book is a lot of different ways that God led me to, um, you know, overcome those things. And I don't have it all figured out. Believe me, I don't. And I, there's still things that I struggle with, um, but I'm definitely leaps and bounds past where I was. So. Yeah. I love that. He allows our mess and turns it into a message and he uses our brokenness to touch other people so that they realize that they're not alone. We all have dealt with this. And if y'all are sitting here going, well, I've never dealt with an insecurity. Get on your knees and repent right now. I'm just saying you're a liar. It's a secret because I don't. (laughs) It is. It is. You know, and this is an area, especially women get attacked, but men as well. And uh, because it really comes down to it at the end of the day, the enemy's after our uh, testimony, but he's also after our our overcoming attitudes that are going to impact others' lives and our identity. 
because everything is rooted in identity. I, you know, I've been a biblical counselor and coach for years and the people that have struggled the most is it comes down to that root of who am I? What, what, what am I here for? Exactly. And once we start to get a revelation of that, the purpose comes flowing out of us and we're unstoppable. Like with you, this was an area where you had been harassed. And now, you know, the book just lays it out there and, and he uses that to bring healing and restoration to you. And then he loves you so much. He says, I'm going to use your story for my glory and we're going to put it in a book and throw it out there. So yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I, I'm excited about that because now that the book is out, you've had more opportunities, obviously, to speak because you have a story and it needs to be shared. And you're getting ready to speak in a conference. I just want to give a shout out to that conference uh, so that if there are people in the Detroit, Michigan area, is that is that where it's at again? Or yeah, It's actually um, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Okay. Okay. And it's, um, it's a church there in Grand Rapids. And the women's conference is called, I believe it's Captured. Uh, so just being captured by God and his love. And um, there's actually four of us ladies that are speaking. I'm one of the keynote speakers. Um, and then I think I know God's going to do amazing things. And I, I believe he's going to just take each of us four women and bring out four serious topics that all these women need to hear. And he's just going to bring it all together. So I'm so excited. <laughs> beautiful. How do people register for that? Um, if you go on, you know what? Um if you go on Facebook and you look up the Captured Women's Conference in Grand Rapids, Michigan, you can purchase tickets on there. Excellent. Excellent. So if you guys are in that area, you might want to check it out because you definitely want to hear more. There's only so much we can cover in this brief interview, but yeah. you want to hear all about her, her teaching in regards to what God has brought her through. And, you know, to be even just some of the things that you went through with the death of your first husband, you know, being young and going through that, the grief and all of that stuff. She's got a story. Okay. She's got a story to share and you guys definitely need to hear it. But in addition to being a speaker and an author, She's also a worshiper, and I absolutely love that. So share with us, you know, I know that you have been in, you know, the groups of going to the American Idol stuff and the voice and all of that, pursuing that. But God said, hey, here I am. You're a worshiper, and there you are. Tell us a little bit about your worship journey. Yeah, so I, like you were saying, I did, you know, mainstream music before trying to do, you know, American Idol voice, all those things. And unfortunately it did not work out. Um, and God actually just came to me and basically told me like, you have a heart of worship. Like, where do you feel full? It's when you're worshiping me. It's when you're on a, the worship team or leading worship and that's where you're supposed to be. And that's what he has told me. Um, so, you know, I've, as of recent, you know, I was helping lead worship in a church and um, we've been back on the road quite a bit. So when I get a chance to be home to help lead worship, I like to do that. Um, so, well, I'm, 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 God's working some things right now. So I'm excited to kind of see where it leads, you know, in the future with that. So, but I mean, I, I sing every day. Um, I love worshiping. Um, and like I said, I like to use that ministry and that gift for God's glory when we're home and off the road. So I love that. I love that. And you can purchase her music on her website and uh, I'm going to put it up here on the screen. I encourage you guys to go check it out because you can get her book there. You can get it on Amazon. All you got to do is type her name in and the word God or confidence and it'll come up. You type in confidence. You might get me. So, so yeah. confidence. I love that. Confidence is like, whoo. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I, I just don't have it. I got to have him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such an important thing that women, especially the younger generation, they struggle so much with this. And so, oh, um, you know, you've been through some things. And so if a young lady is watching this and she's struggling with her confidence and who God says she is, what would you say to that woman or that young lady or that girl, or that teen or whatever? You know, I would say, listen to the heart of God. Listen to what God is speaking to you. Go into, I always tell my friends, go into a room, even if it's a dark room, get on your knees and just cry out to God and just listen to what he has to tell you. Because if you listen to other people, if you listen to media, if you listen to social media, oh my goodness, take a break from social media. Yeah. Just take a break. And ask God in that time while you're fasting from social media to remind you who you are in him. Because he will. Like if you cry out to him and you ask him to do that, he will refresh your confidence. So I would just say, even when you have that urge to go to someone else or go to social media or go to mainstream music even, just run to Christ. Yeah, man, that's such good advice. I wish I would have that advice when I was a teen or younger. Yeah, me too. That's good advice. Yeah. No. Because it is you. important. You know, there's that old saying, run to the throne, not to the phone. Because we do that, don't we, Tiffany? We we want someone to agree with us. We want someone to, you know, tell us, oh, girl, it's going to be okay. And really, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, we need a word from God. And he is faithful to exactly. bring this word every time. And, you know, and listen, if you're watching this and you're thinking, well, I can't hear from God, get into his word and his word will start to speak to you and stir things up in you and bring a level of healing. And then you'll be doing stuff like Tiffany, like running, literally running all over the world. Tell us about this running thing. I know you're training in the morning. Tell us what that is, because I know what a marathon is, but I don't know about this like next level thing you're doing. <laughs> so basically I started running, I mean, in my early twenties. Um, and then I had my daughter and I, you know, I've always been active. I love to be active and healthy. Um, but it wasn't until about four years ago that I really got back into running again. I'm 36 now. Um, but I mean, I've done five K's, 10 K's. I just ran my first marathon earlier this year. And I just told myself, I'm like, this isn't enough for me. So I'm going to ultra marathon status, um, which I'm running a 50 K, which equates to 31.6 miles. Wait, 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 stop. Say that again. How many miles? 31.6. And yes, I will be running it all in one day. Um, <laughs> my goal is to do it in five hours or less, which so far, so good. We'll see what happens. Wow. <laughs> um, but it was it's actually also an area where God has been leading me to ministry as well. So there's a there's a, a really couple of really great ideas that God has brought to me about how I can minister to women through running um, and through just being active. So um, it's it's definitely a huge part of my active life and I I soak up every minute of it. I, I love running, so. I absolutely love that because it is, 
there, you know, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and we have to do temple maintenance. And so by you doing this, you are pushing your body. You are literally, you know, uh, taking authority and making it conform to the, you know, what you're doing with your soul, with your mind and will and emotions. You're saying, come on, flesh, we're going to go run 31 miles. Is that 30? Yeah. I can't get my brain around that, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's, uh, it's not an easy feat, but, you know, and I'm still kind of like, oh, my goodness, this is going to happen. But I, I'll be prepared for it because, you know, we train so that we can handle it on that day. So <laughs> absolutely. What does training look like for you right now in the stage that you're in? So it basically looks like I run anywhere from right now 10 to 15 miles daily. Um, so, and then I do my long runs on the weekend, which are anywhere from 20 to 26 miles, um, which is a marathon. And it's just basically, it's all about, you know, building that mental strength and that endurance. And I, every time I start running, I have my worship music on and I always say, Lord, I'm going to focus on you. And those moments that I don't think I can get through it, I'm going to focus on you because we can use everything we do every day to the glory of God, to honor him. And so I use my running to honor him. I'm going to use my ability to do this, to honor you. So any way I can do that, I'm going to do that. So, um, he, he definitely helps me through at some points. Cause it's, it's, it gets pretty tough sometimes. Yeah. I, I living in Florida. I know how hot it is for Florida. I lived in central Florida for 20 years. Yeah. I lived in Panhandle for a couple years, but I lived in central Florida and I know how hot it gets. So mm -hmm. how do you deal with the heat in Florida? I mean, obviously you stay hydrated, but are you running outside? You know, when I do run outside, I like this past weekend, I was up at 430 in the morning. I was out the door by no later than 530. So, okay. I mean, I make sure I, I get up and I make that time to get out because once the heat really hits, it's I don't think I could do that. <laughs> so Yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, I mean, I can picture you just cruising along, just running. And I'm thinking, ah. every time I go back to Florida, I always forget how hot it is. And I think, how did I live there for 20 years? So I, but I, do, I do love it. And I love that the Lord has allowed you to use that as an act of worship for him. It's like, okay. Lord, I'm offering up as a living sacrifice, running for you, you know, allowing myself, not to mention the physical benefits for the lungs and the heart and all of that to keep you strong. Because I wouldn't, I, I was thinking you were in your 20s and here you are telling me you're in your 30s. So, okay, ladies, you know her confidence book works because she shared her age on the public book. <laughs> Women, are they do that. You know that they're safe in who they are in Christ because, you know, most women, they'll they'll hide that thing for a long time. So, my yeah. goodness. Well, there's a lot in store. So, you travel a lot with Tom. And it, for those of you guys that do not know Tom, you guys got to go to his website, too. But Tiffany and Tom both have this one uh, one goal production, right? Is that, did yeah. I get that right? Yes, yes, and, yes, yeah. And you know what the one goal is, right? Because uh, Tom was a youth pastor, now motivational speaker, and in doing the whole thing, and they're traveling a lot. So how do you maintain a sense of normalcy? Not that I believe in normalcy. I think normal is a yeah. cycle of the washing machine. I don't really think right. there is normal. <laughs> but, but how do you keep 
things running smoothly, as far as especially with your training and homeschooling your daughter and being on the road, give us some tips of how one can do that while you're, because he has a pretty intense itinerary sometimes, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, whoo, girl, if I didn't have the Lord, I, I don't know if I'd be able to, you know, but obviously God was preparing me before I even met Tom. Um, but I mean, we just, if it's one beautiful thing that Tom and I have always said about our marriage is that we are such a good team. Like the way that we are able to work together and bring things together have been amazing. So that, that really, really helps, but just, you know, staying in the word and staying close to God in those moments where it can get tough or you're homesick or, um, you know, so when we're home, we, we are home and we soak in our home and our surroundings here on the beach in Pensacola. And, but I just, I always say they're, they are my home. So where they are, then I, I'm okay. You know, of course we're, we get homesick and we want to be home and things like that. Um, but having them with me full time, because the three that we're, I say we're the three amigos because we're together all the time. <laughs> and, you know, the program that we've I've had with homeschooling has been a blessing. And it's just like when God is in something, he honors it and he helps you through it. So if he's called you to do something and it seems like it's tough or it seems like it's, you know, going to going to take so much he's going to be with you every step of the way. So he always has those provisions to keep things running smoothly. So. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that God just really carries you guys through that because I know that is, it is challenging and it's a lot of plates to spin in the air and you almost need somebody like Tom, a magician to come in and fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but I love the story. I love the love story between the two of you because you know when you meet people and that you know that they are a kingdom couple and you guys kind of resonate that with everything that you do and you say and so forth so i love 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 how god uses his gifts and talents and uses your gifts and talents and puts you all together to to get out there and do life together so it's a beautiful thing so do you have any uh, aspiration to be writing anymore or was that the okay dad i did it you said do it and i did yeah. it <laughs> or is there going to be a sequel to confidence or is there going to be like, I don't know, like balancing life on the road? What, what are you thinking? Are you thinking writing anymore or, or mostly I, any of that? I absolutely am. So I've, I've been a writer my whole life. I love to write. Um, I do see a, you know, study workbook to go along with my book. So I've already kind of been working on that. And then God kind of put something on my heart as in regards to homeschooling and homeschooling moms. So I'm still trying to navigate through that. Um, and I've also been writing a daily devotional. So we'll, we'll see how, how that goes too. So I'm just kind of, you know, dabbling a little bit. I write every day. So, you know, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So <laughs> if someone is watching this broadcast and you're like, I want to write, what does your writing every day look like? Do you have a, a template or a exercise that you do? What do you do to brainstorm? Because I've been working on my book for years. I'll just be honest. I have a couple books out there that were books like that I wrote to say like, okay, God, I wrote the book. And he's going, yeah. no, that's, that's not the assignment. I'm still working <laughs> on the big assignment. <laughs> So right. give, us some, give us a key of sorts of what you do with the writing. Absolutely. So 
I, I even tell this to my husband because God, I think he shared with you, he's, you know, been called to write a book and he's still working on it. But this is what I would say. 30 minutes a day. Start with 30 minutes. It's only 30 minutes out of 24 hours. Sit down on your phone or your computer or the old school pen and paper and set a timer and just sit there and write. Um, if you're brainstorming, just write a bunch of ideas. If you're writing, just write for 30 minutes. Go back and read through it. Um, but at least keep 30 minutes a day. And as you do that, it will build and build and build. Um, and treat it like it's a, you know, a meeting with your boss that you can't, you can't cancel or get out of that way, you know, you'll, you'll stick to it. And before you know it, the 30 minutes will be over and you'll, you know, have written a chunk and you might even want to run or, or run right. I always, I'm always thinking about running. Um, you might want to keep writing even further. So I always, yeah, 30 if, you're minute the flow, if you're in the yeah. flow, go for it. And they get up and do a nice little run. So yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, Tiffany, I seen, uh, I seen Carla's on here watching. Uh, hey, Carla. Um, she, oh, Carla is the founder of the Red Letter Awards. And Tiffany, yes. you've been nominated Overcomer. I, I was going to say, I know, I know Miss Carla. Yes, when she came to me and said that, I was like, I was blown away and so honored and blessed. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I just feel honored. Yeah, so I, what a blessing. So I know that now um, uh, you guys can go and vote for for uh, Tiffany. You've heard a little bit about her story. Uh, hopefully you'll get a hold of her book and some of her music and make sure that you do that. That is over on the redletterawards.com, I believe. I hope that's right, Carla. If not, just Google it and you'll find it. Uh, it'll be out there. But uh, we, ju I just love spending time with women like you, Tiffany, because we do better together in community. And their whole Absolutely. stigma of women tearing each other down in the world, that's what they do. You know, they are, they're bike biting and jealous and things like that. But kingdom women are different. You know, we have this uh, commonality and we have this unity and it's, and it's the cross. And we hang on to that and then we take it and we bring it out to people and the world to show them the love of Christ. And you're doing such a great job. But if you could leave the audience with a key, uh, it can be anything, it can be your scripture, whatever you feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, what would that key be? Absolutely. So I know exactly what I want to say. Um, it's it's my favorite verse, and I actually have it tattooed on my hand. I love it. Right here. It is Psalm 73, 26, and it mm -hmm. says, Though my heart and my flesh may fail, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And that means, basically, we we will fall short, but God will always be there for you. He will always be your strength, and you will never have to do it alone. You'll never have to walk alone. If you turn to him, he'll be right there for you. Amen. Amen. I love that scripture. And that's nice ink. Hold that back up so I can get a better look at that. It, it was worth all the pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be a delicate place because all of that stuff oh, is beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. And I love how the Lord is using uh, you. And I look forward to see what he does in the future, both with you and Tom, because what a powerful powerhouse, you know, kingdom people. So you guys can find Tiffany here. I'm going to put her website back up here. And I really want you to go right now to TiffanyCoverly.com. Did I say your last name right? Um, cover, Coverly. Coverly. Yeah. I know I butchered it on Tom's. That's why I've been dancing oh, around it. <laughs> No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> but I absolutely uh, would love for you guys to take a look and you can follow her on Insta. She's got some stuff on TikTok and her comedian side. So, you you know, you might want to check that out. I'm not a TikTok. Tip, 
TikTok person, but I may have to go check it out. I have one for other reasons, not to broadcast, but you know, I have grandkids, yeah. so I got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, happens when you get old. So anyway, uh, you can also follow her on Facebook, uh, you know, all the places, and you can get her book on Amazon, or if you want an autograph copy, you can actually get it from her website, shoot her an email. She'll be happy to autograph it for it. And if you're looking for a speaker, you know, she's going to be speaking coming up in the Grand Rapids area, and you can get tickets for that and go check her out. And if you are... Um, really wanting to be encouraged, I encourage you to get that book because we cannot get through this world without knowing who we are in Christ. And that's a struggle for a lot of women. So you can buy this book for someone you love. If you've got um, a woman in your life, whether it's a daughter or a sister or someone at your church or whatever the case may be, just go ahead and buy a case of them and just send them out. So anyway. yeah. <laughs> Tiffany, I want to thank you for taking time today to hang out with me. And I'm so glad you got your workout in. I feel really oh, yeah. convicted. I'm kind of lazy considering you probably ran 15 miles, 20 miles yeah. a day. And I <laughs> uh, makes me, motivates me, girlfriend. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And I just, I have such a blessing that you have been. And I just thank you so much. <laughs> uh, well, I love you and Tom and what God is doing through the both of you. And I am love excited you. to see the next chapter and the books coming down the pike. So God bless you, sister. For those of you thank watching you. this broadcast, please share it out with your friends, family, coworkers. You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Creative Motion Network. And we are just encouraged to encourage you with the keys to your best life. God bless. See you next time.